Chad, you look a little hungry there. You want a snack? Well, I'm uh, saving my appetite for a barbecue later, but I gotta, I gotta stop by the old butcher shop and and pick up some some rare cuts of meat. I don't, uh, but I've been doing some online research, Professor. To be honest, I don't know what the difference between a New York strip steak is and a Kansas strip, and and you know a, a rib eye and a and a the black eye, a blue eye. What all these oh, stuff yeah, are? No. It's, You've been looking at a lot of meat diagrams. Yeah, I have been. I've been searching my charts and all my meat maps. Yeah, you got that little plastic cow. I saw petitioned in the little places. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jed. You see, that's a dangerous road to travel because a cut of meat is, uh, it's not just like a science. It's really more of an art. It's about feel a cut of meat speaks to you. You gotta choose your cut of meat based on what the grain of muscle fiber and sinew and silver skin and marbling speaks to you about. You don't just come up with a cut of meat by looking at a chart. Sometimes it's by accident. And sometimes you find a cut of meat in the place you least expect. Just like I found once upon a time. It reminds me of a story. It's called Connie Barker Bacon. Mel Mel Scrambler threw a bolt again. Oh shit. Yeah. Alright, let me go let me go check the box, see what we got. Alright, alright. Alright, we got uh got a half inch bolt. We got most of a quarter inch bolt. We got a piece of rebar. Give me the piece of rebar. Yeah, that was my inclination too. Just take yeah, that. I'll just MacGyver the shit out of yeah, this one. Yeah, put that in there. It's only gotta last another week or two. All right, thanks, Mel. Oh, you got. On his tool belt is a uh, roll of used tape. And several paper clips. All right, Seamus. I'm here to fix the scrambler. Well, I thank goodness you are, son. Ah, oh, man. I've been operating the scrambler without a working bolt for at least an hour now. Ah, you're lucky you didn't send any kids, uh, you know, a flying. Oh, lucky indeed, son. Lucky indeed. All right, let me just get up under the bucket there. I think that's it. Yeah, all right. I'm just going to slap this rebar in with these paper clips and just MacGyver do. All right, it's fixed. The I- string of, of kind of stuck-together tape and some paper clips, the rebar seems to be holding in place. 
Are you sure it's fixed? It only took you about the time it took you to say MacGyver a do to fix it. Uh, Seamus, that's just how good I am. All right, well... Look, I've been repairing these carnival rides for decades. I know each and every one of these like the back of my hand. I know that the third turn on the House of Horrors has got that bat that if you're a little shade over six feet tall, it'll graze your skull and scalp you. I know that the Hall of Mirrors has got one mirror that's a little loose, and if a kid goes up and jangles it, it's gonna fall and scalp him too. That's just the way it is around the carnival. He thinks also of uh, what's wrong with the scrambler and how it may scalp someone. Well, you see, the scrambler bowl could not only go a-flying and send some children uh, off into the middle distance, but then the bar that's unleashed, perfect head height for like a small Asian man at four foot eleven, and it'll scalp him. His thoughts wander to the fried dough stand and the possibilities for scalping there as well. See, the fried dough, the grease traps, they're getting a little backed up. And when they get backed up, there's a chance of the grease pot bursting. It'll scalp a baby right in a mother's arms. You know, I have to be honest with you. Doesn't seem like this is the uh, safest place for anyone to take the families. <coughs> No, that's why we don't stay in town for very long, Seamus. Suppose not. As clouds move out of the summer sun, Seamus looks up and notices something peculiar about his friend's head. Faith of Agora! You've been scalped in the head! Oh, I've been scalped, yeah. It was a long ride on the Ferris wheel, let me tell you. Got my hairs cut in one of the bars. That was a four-hour scalping. <laughs> Did you go to see a doctor? He reaches into his pocket and removes a crumpled up newspaper article and hands it over to Seamus. This is you. Yeah, that's me. You call it the old human taffy pole. In the picture, uh, a former himself stands smiling wildly while blood is pouring all over his face, and he holds half of his scalp in his right hand. I don't know how it made it in the paper, frankly. It's really not for any civilized person's eyes. Look, I took this job a couple of years ago for something to do in retirement, but, but I don't... I don't want to be involved if people are getting hurt. Well, that's why I'm the repairman. I make sure no one's getting scalped but me. Hell, we got a problem over on the carousel. Ah, oh, shit, Mel. What happened now? Uh, that one horse, the unicorn, is uh, it's loose. It swung over. A little girl nearly nearly scalped her. Oh. Luckily, only took a pigtail off. That was a close call there. All right. Tell you what I'm going to do. I need a half pound of freeze-dried Dippin' Dots. 
carton of popsicle sticks, and I got this can of WD-40, and I'm gonna MacGyver do it. I'll, I, I'll go up the ice cream of the future. Is it Thanks. already done? You said MacGyver do. Did you? Well, just... I have to actually be oh, there. Oh, okay. Well, I wish I could move things with my mind. Oh boy, wouldn't have to be a carnival repairman then. I wouldn't talk about that head over a second there. Yeah. Old psychic Pat. She moves things with her mind. All right. She ain't never scalped anyone, though. I don't know. Well, could. Yeah. Make a, a good kebab, though. What? Yeah, a good kebab. That's a person. No, you uh, skewer and put on triangle of meat. A uh, good kebab. My son, I think you're a cannibal. No. Cannibal? No, I'm, uh, What? I sense there was a cannibal uh, discussion. <laughs> Minutes later, inside of Psychic Pat's tent, you have a the cannibal. three of them gather together with her. Uh, you have cannibal discussion today. I knew yeah. you'd come. So, how you doing, Psychic Pat and her twin sister, Psychic Slightly, Slightly less Psychic Pit. I'm just very intuitive. Hmm. I lost the accent. See, I keep getting confused. Which one is Psychic Pat and which one is Psychic Pit? I'm Psychic Pit and she's Psychic Pat. She's more psychic than me. I just so many overhear things and I try to incorporate it. Do you know? Yeah, when they first joined the carnival, we tried to do like a conjoined Siamese twin thing. No. But then we learned that Pat had powers, so this is far more lucrative. She's got a real power. I heard there was an incident at the Unicorn today. I uh, yeah, the Unicorn swung around, took off a pigtail. A uh, girl. It was almost a scalp? Yeah. Almost. She lost some hair by the root, but not enough scam will be a scalp. Oh. Oh, I'm getting a vision. There's... There's gonna be a scalping. Oh, There's gonna be a scalping in a way no one's imagined yet. I didn't share your win with a bat. Seamus. I'm getting some Final Destination vibes, I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, she's getting it. She's getting the trance. She's gonna need like a salt in a minute. Pat's eyes roll back in her head. Her fingers jut out at odd angles. <laughs> Okay. Here comes final prophecies coming up. I'm seeing a quarter slowly going into a a machine and and a small hand hitting that machine and a and a future prediction comes out and then it then it goes black. Oh. Well, now answer me this. Why do we have a fortune teller machine if we also have an actual fortune teller? Seamus. It came with the carnival. Yeah, it's a standard uh, box package. It's all part of it. Yeah, it's part of the contract, Seamus. Ah. But it sounds like it's a danger. Well, it never scalped no one before, so, oh. you know, we'd, uh... 
Old-timey arcade. Only fun happens there. Fun in skee-ball. Pat, you exhausted now. You you lick on this salt block. Okay. Right, I'm gonna go get her a comedically large lemonade. Yeah, you do. She needs rest now. Uh, you know, I... Before I accused of a cannibalism and we did not seem to address that at all. No. Do you, are you bringing it back up? I just, Do you I want don't want that to be something you know, we talk about? Hanging up in the air, you know, up there, the, the air around us, the cannibal. Hey, my son, I, I have one, one more thing to say. She's got another problem to come. It's just a phrase that keeps coming to me. More intuition. don't waste it. I don't know what that means yet. Oh. Don't waste it. She says do not waste it. Well, maybe the thing we shouldn't waste is the prophecy. Maybe we should all get out of the carnival. Uh, yeah, take this kebab. It's nice meat kebab. <sighs> I'm back, Psychic Pat. Here's your lemonade. <sighs> Are you feeling this? <gasps> Your psychic energy's restored. I need sleep. All right. I'm asleep. Ooh. That's a deep trance there. An hour goes by. They're all together in Mel's trailer as he's cooking up dinner. So what you see, how can Mel be a cannibal? He's cooking bacon. Just perfectly normal bacon. Uh, uh, like a crispy bacon, everybody? Well, see, that's the thing that concerns me, is that what is the bacon made of? Because I haven't seen any pigs around this carnival. The bacon is well marbled. It has a sort of a grayish-brown layer on one side of it, and it's a little bit wider than normal bacon is. Well, that's just, that's carnival bacon, you know? Hey, go everybody gets a uh, bacon. I'll make a uh, Mickey Mouse pancake. Oh, I love a Mickey Mouse pancake. Well, it, I do enjoy a Mickey Mouse pancake. It's real easy. You just pour, you know, one big pancake, and then you pour, you know, two little ones next to it, and then you make a uh, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'll make sure you eat your bacon, Seamus. Yeah, eat your bacon to uh, make it big strong. Yep. I just want you to promise me this is not made of human beans, correct? Human beans, no, not human beans. B-E-I-N-G-S. You don't need to hold up your college degree in front of me, try to shame me in front of my friends and spelling. Now, yeah, ooh, Mr. Learned Man. This is not human meat. Yep. Yes, you're agreeing with me, or yes, you acknowledged I just stated a word. Or two in a sentence. Yep. Four o'clock, time to get back there. Demolition Derby's coming up. Gotta make sure no car doors fly off and scalp it. Oh, yeah, who there? Who there? Grandpa, Grandpa! Hey, how you doing there, Tina Bell? Great, great. Mom dropped me off and said I can spend all day with you at the carnival. Oh, boy. You want to like, go fix carnival rides with your old granddad? How about rides and carnival rides? Here, I bought you some duct tape from the mall. I know you love duct tape, and this one has 
has uh, tie-dye and flowers. Ah, new duct tape. Oh, God. It smells amazing. It's okay. got that shine. Yeah. Okay. So Thank you. Thanks. Who's this? Oh, this is Mel. Hey, hey Mel. He's kind of big and scary. Hey, he makes Mickey Mouse pancakes. You want a Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse pancake? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And this is Shakespeare. Hey, I operate the scrambler. I can't understand what he's saying. Where are you from? Uh, he's from, like, La La Land or something. <laughs> he's oh, a yeah. magical being. What? Why would you tell that to a little girl? She's just a little girl. Yes, I'm a, a magical bean from a faraway land. That's amazing. That's B E I N G, just so you know, Timbell. <laughs> B E I N. That's how you normally spell bean. Well, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Usually have a southern twang that slips in. A little bit there. That's just the carnival getting Us carnival folk, we all back and forth. I can make you a Mickey Mouse or I can make you a centipede. <laughs> Mickey Mouse centipedes are scary. No one ever wants a centipede. No. He pours out some dough to make that Mickey Mouse pancake and makes a smaller centipede pancake for himself off on the side of the grill. There's my little guy. Throws a couple of chocolate chips in there too. Some little eyeballs for my centipede. Taps a smidge of cinnamon that dusts the surface. That's what makes the difference. Flips it over and serves it out on a plate. There you go, Tia Bell. There you go, Mickey Mouse. Oh, it's so cute. Thank you. It's delicious. It's a centipede. <laughs> well, now isn't anyone concerned about the prophecy we heard earlier? Shouldn't we do something to make sure that someone doesn't get scalped in a way they've never been scalped before? Yeah. I gotta go inspect the rides. Do you want to do some test rides there, Tina Bell? Yeah, I want to ride everything. All right. You put that little girl in danger? Well, she's just testing the rides. This ain't no, no harm come from that. She could get scalped. Ah. Not while I'm there. You get scalped more than anyone! That that is empirically true. (laughs) Out on the fairway, the families are lined up for all sorts of rides and games and accoutrements, purchasing snacks and fried dough and funnel cakes and the like. I can't wait to go on the ride. Yeah, boo. This is awesome. Ride to All right, Tina Bell, you want to ride the bumper cars? Yeah, I want to do it. All right, now, remember this piece of advice. Always just depress the gas halfway, because the engines on these things are a little powerful. Okay, just halfway? Don't ever floor it. Okay. Don't ever floor it. But for the love of God, don't floor it. Okay. His grandpa, the grandpa reaches in her, his pocket and gives her a small cap made of rubber. Here. Protect your scalp, dear. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. 
How come all the other children don't have one? Well, uh, I guess their grandpas just don't love them. Oh, I look like one of those 1920 swim ladies. Yeah, that's, that's my little darling. She climbs into the, the bumper car with the other ch- the other children as they're going around. Sparks are flying down from the top. This is awesome! There you go. Oh, yeah. Only halfway? Only halfway. Remember, don't ever drop your foot down totally. Okay. Ugh, get in my way, little girl. Hey! Suck it, dude! Hey, that little girl just said suck it. Get her! Get her! Gang up on her! No! I gotta get away! Suck it! I gotta go fast! Grandpa, sorry! No! (laughs) The bumper car bursts out from the the (laughs) containment out onto the, the fairway. Ripping down through grass and across gravel. It keeps going. Ah! Ah! Holy Jesus, ah! she's headed right for the big top. Ah! The fortune teller's under there. Ah! The gas pedal's stuck. Ah! Ah! 120 horsepower of pure <laughs> bumper car engine is ripping her forward toward Grandpa? the psychic's tent. Tina Bell, you gotta bail. What? Tuck and roll. She presses the seatbelt, and there's a small eject button hidden under the bumper car. She hits it and goes flying out. Thank God I put those ejector seats in. (coughs) She lands softly on the big top and just slides down (coughs) slowly. (sighs) Grandpa, that was so scary. Yeah. I warned you. But you just had to get away from those other kids. Well, those kids were so mean. I... I just hope the car didn't end up scalping anyone in the big top. Yeah, me too. Let's go inside. Okay. I was... I was under the big top. Seamus! I was... I thought I could stop the machine before it's, before the fortune teller machine was going to scalp someone. Oh my God, Seamus, no. I put in a corner and tested. Seamus. I put in a corner and tested, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Seamus. out of nowhere. Blood runs down Seamus's face. God. He holds in his hand a what looks like a wet dog. It's your scalp, Seamus. Oh my gosh. Well, don't waste it. We gotta get that to Mel. What? Why? Well, he's gonna fry it up. He is a cannibal. Just a scalps. Prime scalp meat. Is that what the bacon was? Yeah. Yeah, it was scalps. I want it reattached. We have to go to the hospital. Oh, no. Did I eat a person and the Mickey Mouse pancake? <laughs> no, the pancake is just flour. The bacon was human. Oh, my God. I nibbled at the bacon. Seamus, you're never... one of us now. It's okay. Take I have to breath. quit. I have to quit this You're job. going into shock. 
Of course I'm going into shock. You want to eat my scalp? We're going to get you to a hospital, buddy. The granddaughter peels off the rubber scalp that her grandfather made for her and places it lovingly on Seamus to stop the bleeding. Here, wear this. That'll at least keep you safe till we get to the carnival hospital. The carnival hospital? Yeah, you don't have coverage. Hey, welcome to Clown ER! The Carnival Hospital is a dingy building with a clown gear all over it and the lights up like flickering Carnival Hospital lights glowing, pink and blue flashing. Seamus, would you like some water? (laughs) (laughs) That'll sterilize you. Now we're gonna anesthetize you with laughing gas. We're <laughs> short on time. Just do the surgery. Doctor Mel, you got another patient. All right. No. I'll bring in the gas. No. Isn't there anyone else available? Well, I, I could get me some staples, a pack of dentine. And then three extra thick rubber bands. MacGyver Adu. MacGyver Adu. <laughs> Come on up. All right, here we go. <laughs> the clown returns with a tray, a medical tray containing the three items that he needs. <laughs> here you go. They're from our supply store. I'll just take this wad of dentine. Aren't you going to put me up to that? Bro, hit him with the laughing gas, boys. <laughs> hey, clowns are funny. <laughs> Seamus wakes up one hour later. I was uh, a little too intense for a MacGyver ado, but... He smells minty fresh. How's that scalp feel, Seamus? Hand me a mirror there. He hands him a mirror. It's a fun mirror. <laughs> well, I have to admit, I look a little stretched in the in the mirror, but it seems like you did a grand job. It's just a little patch missing right in the back, just the size of a, a quarter, size of a little little centipede almost. Well, that was Mel's charge for services rendered. Cut to him in his little trailer with knife and fork. He carves up his little bacon and his little centipede pancake. With the cinnamon on top because it makes all the difference. Yep.
Carney Barker Bacon by Alf Pacino Featuring Matthew Brahm, Kendall Butterworth, Sam Gorenstein, Amy Nolte, Justin K. Rivers, Matthew Rogers, and Alex Timmis. With original music composed and performed by Mark S. Merritt. <laughs>